0: Yeah, you know, Sukina. I mean, this is really not good news, and I think, you know, as South Africans reach their wit's end with uh, ISCOM, you know, I think uh, the impact on, or, or, or the impact is greater than, you know, a highly frustrated population, you know. I mean, uh, I think the massive decline in the oil price has really provided South Africa with massive reprieve in terms of uh, the economy and, um, and and a chance to really, you know, improve our, our, our trade data in terms of our current account data. Coming under significantly less pressure um, in terms of uh, increased spending power in the consumers' pockets, as you know, the petrol price has come down five times since uh, August. Um, and you know, we're really not cap- we're really not capitalising on this decline in the oil price to the fullest extent because you know, um, Escom is really holding the economy ransom with rolling blackouts. Now we know we had rolling blackouts all through last week, and they're all but. Still too likely to continue into the future. So essentially what's happened is that ESCOM has issued an announcement that the synchronization process of Unit 6 for Madupi Power Station has now been pushed back a further six weeks from February to probably the end of March. So, you know, and then it's still another six months until um, the, 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 the unit is uh, producing electricity to the full extent and adding to the grid, which is 800 megawatts. Um, and you know, then uh, the, each other unit, subsequent to that, will start adding capacity to the to the grid. Each of the other five units will start adding capacity to the grid, Each also contributing eight hundred megawatts um, to the power grid. But you know, I think uh, a, a, a blatant mismanagement, and you know, just it, it it's really really damaging to the South African economy. So. Um, this, remember, is after Madupi is already more than a year late on delivery. Um, the Kusile power station indications are that it's going to miss its December 2015 deadline for the first unit to be synchronized, and that will only happen at the end of 2016. So, you know, there's, there's massive delays at ESCOM, and I think the knock-on uh, impact on, on the South African economy is massive, especially given that we've been given this break of Significantly lower oil prices, and um, we're not able to fully capitalize on that, which is pretty disappointing. Mm. And then, of course, we have the mining in Dabat kicking off, and Anglo Platinum's earnings coming out uh, today. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, th- I think it's a big one. There's been a lot of speculation about mining companies recently, and for the last couple of years, they've obviously come under and now come under some significant pressure. You know, that's after. A lot of labour issues after the, the platinum price uh, taking quite a, quite a hammering, and you know these the, the miners obviously being very very leveraged to the underlying rand platinum price. You know, I think the one reprieve that they have had is that the rand has depreciated significantly over the last three years, some thirty seven or thirty eight percent. So, and their costs are in rands whilst their revenues are in dollars, you know, but at the same time, having said that the platinum price has fallen drastically over that period as well. So, you know, I think uh, the market is looking for a disappointing number. Um, Anglo-American platinum did issue a state, uh, a profit warning that uh, earnings would be 20% down for this reporting period. So, you know, if the numbers is disappointing, you know, it, it, I don't think we're going to see much activity uh, or, or, or significant sell-offs in Anglo-American platinum if the number is, um, as they indicated. However, if it's worse, we could see a sell-off, and if it's better and, you know, the platinum price starts improving, we should see a, a, a rally in the stock. But ultimately, long-term for the stock, you know, the only story that can be a good story is if the platinum price significantly increases um, and, you know, they, they managed to contain costs somewhat, you know. So, mm-hmm. But, but uh, on, on the labor side, that doesn't look too likely. So, you know, they're going to have to look at containing costs and other events and cutting projects that don't meet their required return on equity and really hope for a higher platinum price. And then, of course, the U.S. jobs numbers came out on Friday, Nadir. What did they tell us? Yeah, so the actual unemployment rate was marginally up from 5.6 to 5.7 percent, but it was for really good reason, you know. So I think throughout 2014, um, many market analysts were saying that, you know, the, the U.S. unemployment rate is falling, but that's simply because the participation rate is dropping, meaning that there are far less people looking for jobs because they are discouraged in the fact that they, will, they probably won't find work and therefore not even looking. So those people are excluded from the workforce and so the base is smaller. Now, what happened in January is that we saw significant jobs growth in terms of 257,000 jobs added, um, which is no small number. You know, it's considerably above uh, monthly averages since the end of the financial crisis. And we saw that actually the participation rate started creeping upwards and that's the only reason that the unemployment rates increased. So, the fact that more people feel encouraged to look for jobs is exceptionally encouraging for the U.S. economy. Um, And, you know, we've seen that economy gradually grow from strength to strength. And, in fact, you know, on the contrary to the rest of the world, you know, the U.S. is talking about the first interest rate hike. So. You know, I think the U.S. recovery is going according to plan, and that will undoubtedly be positive for the global economy, you know, particularly in times where, like this morning, where we heard the disappointing Chinese trade data coming out. you know, I think the global economy needs some sort of growth to lift it out of, you know, the, the, the sluggish growth that we see. And one could hope that, that the U.S. is going to be able to do that with the number of jobs that they're adding. So I think the focus on, in the U.S. economy now undoubtedly shifts to when the first interest rate hike will come. And, you know, indications are that we'll probably be in June this year. But, you know, you, we'll have to take guidance from the Federal, the federal Reserve.